This is the Steven Talk Soccer Podcast. I'm back, baby. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am back again with another episode. This time, joined by a host that you guys are oh so familiar with. He has been on countless times. Now you know what to say to the people, them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm back again. I'm back again. With it. It's been a little minute. I missed y'all. Hope y'all missed me too. We here live and direct. Let's get to it. It's been a long time since we've had Nari on the podcast. A lot has happened. You guys have obviously you know, continued to show your great and loving and you know and forever dying support. I don't know if that's a term, but you know the, you get the idea. But um, I just want to say thank you as always. I really appreciate it. We're really getting to more and more milestones as the episodes go on. And I promise you guys, as much as I've not been posting episodes, the archives are crazy. And when it comes to the next season, like in the closer to the next season, the next preseason or so. And the beginning of next season and the World Cup time is going to be wild. So stay tuned. If you drank a glass of water today, which I'm almost certain you did. Make sure to download, to subscribe. Make sure to follow. Do all those lovely things. Make sure to leave a rating on the podcast as well. Wherever you listen to your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. Stitcher, I got you guys too. And uh, make sure to tell me, the host, how you feel about the podcast and to share with everyone that you know that also loves footy just as much as you know I do, as well as everyone else that comes on the podcast as well. But this episode, ladies and gentlemen, is a special episode and is catered perfectly for the uh, the co-host of the episode, Nari, who's a huge fan of the South Americans and, you know, what they're capable of and talking about how excellent they are doing so many different things in the game of football. And uh, this episode is going to be about talking about our combined top 10 greatest South American players of the last 20 years. And I say that because that's kind of our generation of time. I think it'd be ridiculous to mention the likes of Pele and Maradona. We weren't watching them. If we did, maybe we could mention them, but it'd be obviously they're some of the goats, but we can't say that we didn't know what they were doing. We weren't alive. So it's going to be from what we've seen. And we're going to go from there. I'll actually gonna, I'm going to give Nari the reins. I'm going to let him start and let him do number 10, I guess, in the list overall. And you can do... That's how you want to do it. I thought it was... Oh, sir. No, let me let me rewind a little bit. Let's do five five then. Yeah. Give me your number five, and then I'll give you my number five. My shit real quick. Um, I want y'all to to just you know join us in this new setting that we're in. I don't know if you guys can hear it through the voices, but it's a whole new feng shui. You get me? You, you get it. <laughs> you get it. You get it. You know in it. So we have a whole new feng shui going on right now. So let us know if you can feel or hear the di- the new dynamic. Um, right now I'm just looking at. This man's eyebrows and the top of his head top. Uh, yeah, he's just shifting the laptop as we speak right now. Oh, boy. They're going to love that. Oh. I'm going to cut that out, Dorian. <laughs> that part I'll definitely cut out. Continue. They're going to love that. They're going to love that. Okay, okay. Now, now we're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. So let's get into it. We're getting into this list once again. Top 10 South American players in the last 10 years. 20 years. 20 years. Bro, I'm switching up the numbers like crazy today, y'all. Um, but anyway. The text message was clear, though. That's not like... It was clear. It was, it, was it was clear. clear. It was my bad. It was my bad. It was my bad. It's not, a lot of things on the go, yo. You know, like... Uh, <laughs> never mind. I was going to say something. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yo, just get to the list, like, man. Like, no, man. I said, I said let me talk my thing, man. All right. Finna get into it, though, bro. Yeah, just, man. We just got it here, man. They, they haven't heard from me in a minute. Is it cool? What you think is you're gonna be back again. Don't act like this is your only appearance at a lot. Like this is gonna be your only appearance for the next six months. Like you're gonna be, you're gonna be the talkers. Let's just wrap it up. Let's just wrap it. Thank you guys for listening to the Stephen Talk Soccer podcast. You know, make sure to go check it out and listen to all my other episodes. They're excellent, just as good as this one will be. Alright, uh, alright, right. so in no particular order right now, this is my top five, okay? In no particular, no, 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 I want a particular order. Give me a particular that's, order. Bro, that's next to impossible, Okay, now let me get number five then. I got number five for me. Since you don't have an order, I have an order. From five to one for me. This guy's trying to take my shine, yo. This is how you treat me on my way back? <laughs> what the hell? Alright, man. Fine. Go ahead. My number five. Actually, I think I have six players here. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> No, sorry, I have five. I have five. My number five is Neymar. Your number five is Neymar. Yeah, my number five is Neymar, yeah, which so is your waste, you know. How am I waste? He's the second highest goal scoring Brazilian in history. How am I waste? Behind your goat or one of the goats of your of your people, Pele. Like actually, you know what? 
Because you put him at five, I rage you. Never mind. Take it back. Take what it what back. are you saying? Like, oh, like, was the, I didn't no, put him at... Because I took... I just took... And you, you're, you're actually serious. So, that's why you said that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, so... I respect it. At number five, I actually... I respect it. I respect it. At five, we got Neymar, man. Okay. I don't think I need to say much more. Obviously, he's debated to be one of the greatest players of the last 20 years, or at least 15, 10, 15 years of the last decade. He's obviously tailed off his career since leaving Barcelona, which you guys should go check out, by the way. I have an episode all on Barca. So if you guys love Barcelona, I've spoke about Neymar at length with my boy Jamar. You guys can go check it out. It's an excellent episode mm-hmm. mentioning what Neymar was not able to do and what he is able to do and what he was able to do uh, at Barcelona and now at PSG. But back to the point, I have Neymar at five because I don't think that he's cemented himself in the legacy of South Americans the way we would have expected to, expected him to, given his talent. So that's why I have him at five. Think, no, no, no. You know, actually... Uh... Just to, to you know, fix up myself from earlier. I agree at number five that that is a, a fair ranking for him, and definitely has to be somewhere on this list given the fact that he has completely broken the transfer mark. So you're ruining it. Yeah, he ruined it. Yeah, you have ruined everything. So I mean, it's kind of like similarly to here we go with another analogy to another sport, but Steph Curry and the contemplation of the four point line. That's ridiculous. The fact that a player can go into the game and change up how the the whole people how everybody's viewing the game and how they want to delegate the game and have the game played so similarly or like once again with Neymar here he has made a big impact on the game anyway enough waffling so who's your number five my number five man my number five I thought I was going to get into my bag real quick but my number five I'm looking at my list right now hooey my number five is going to be Danny Alves yeah, so you see, so I had him on my initial list, Danny yeah, Alves, because yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I think he's one of the goats of the game as well. I like Danny Alves a lot, and I have him at my number five because he's one of those players that I think really revolutionized the right back role. He's not the only one to play that way, but he, really, he never really was a right back, actually. It was Cafu, and then it was Danny Alves. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Because we did that 20 years. No, of course, of course. Yeah. And Cafu could have been mentioned as well, yeah. but we didn't watch him. Exactly. Like that, to be like, he should be in the list and I'm on, I mentioned you have to make, but go on, you were talking about Precisely. Danny Alves. So Danny Alves is in my list. Um, I won't say prominent goal scorer, but he scored enough goals in his career. And, you know, man was putting in mad work on the pitch, you know? And I think you're overlooking the big thing about why we love Danny Alves. What do you mean? It's crossing? Not even that. It's the connection you have with Messi. I think that's, that but for me we're is... We're not talking about that idiot right now. No, but I'm just saying that that's part of the reason why I appreciate him so much. That's why he's in, but for me, he was in my that's list. you. That's not me. And the second thing, to your point, is that you said he revolutionized the right-back spot. I agree with that. Yeah. And I feel like Trent Alexander-Arnold is an example of what Danny Alves, like Danny, Danny Alves walked so Trent Alexander-Arnold could run, basically. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, in theory. In, in theory. theory. I mean, yeah. they're very similar in terms of how they both don't really play any defense in the position they play. And I think yeah. Danny Alves started that trend of doing that. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? And I feel like, given the fact that he had such an attacking mindset, now every defender that we see is asked to do both sides of the game. At one point, we had the Gary Nevels of this world at Manchester United, which all he was known for was simply being a defender first and then an attacker. Mm-hmm. Danny Alves made it be offense first or attacking first and then defending. But again, I didn't take away no, from no, that. No, I just don't, didn't no, want you to forget no, no, that. No, I appreciate that. That a partnership is important. That's very important and that, that was very accurate and well said. So no, I appreciate that. And yeah, I just like the guy, you know, he's always having fun on the pitch. He has that legendary moment where... Um, Somebody threw the banana and he ate it and then crossed. And I think they scored from the from that corner I kick. I think as well. so, yeah. So that was at Barcelona. Don't ask me the year. Bad with that. But anyway, so that's my, my that's my fifth uh, position or number five. Uh, oh my gosh, Danny Alves. Yeah. For for number four, the guy whose name you almost said and my my brethren, generational defender, one of the greatest defenders of the yeah, last see, fifteen this years. Is, this is what I didn't want to happen, but you see, this go ahead, go for it. Well, I mean, I have to give him some credit, but uh, we've been talking about him for centuries now. And I although, but you haven't been. So no, 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 no. Because you told me about him, but I didn't really listen. But I didn't. Yeah, so in, hold on. In, in in not listening doesn't mean I didn't accept or acknowledge. Because I did. I did. Okay. I did. Obviously, hear you all. We used to yeah. watch. We talk about this all the time. But there was a period where Nari and I used to watch PSG versus Chelsea literally every year in the Champions League. You guys remember that time? If you don't, then you'll you'll probably get a better understanding now. But there's a time where Thiago Silva played against Chelsea as opposed to for Chelsea. And I remember thinking and asking uh, Nari, saying, yo, this guy's a really good defender. Like, he's such a great defender. He does everything so well. Like, he's impossible to beat, and he's excellent yeah. in the air, on the ball. Yeah. Everything you ask a defender to be. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, Steven, trust me, man. He's really, really good, bro. Like, he's really, really good. And I'll be honest, I, I took that for what it was, but I didn't really deep, you know, just how good I think he is. Right. And, I mean, obviously there's bias because he plays for Chelsea now, and I understand 
on up close as a real Chelsea fan what he's doing week in, week out. And I can tell you, even at his old age, he's one of the best defenders in the world, undoubtedly. You know, and I think for the last 20 years, he's also been one of the best defenders in the world, at least on an example of what a real raw center back is supposed to do. You know, and that's why I have him in number four in my top five, for sure. You probably have him in yours as well, but well, you can mention that if you do. And we guess you can talk him and talk about him as well in your list if you have him there. Yeah, we did this intentionally, guys. If you guys can probably tell, like, damn, these guys did not sound like they talked about this beforehand. But we wanted to keep it real because we, there's no cap over here. We keep it a hundred. So definitely, I have no nothing to refute, no no other remarks because you really hit the nail on the head with that. Thiago Silva is a legendary defender. If you don't know, now you know. Almost finished the lyric but if you guys know that biggie lyric you know that biggie lyric yeah i do know that biggie yeah. lyric yes uh, see i'm trying to keep it pg still okay fair but i appreciate um, that yeah tiago silver man just a legendary defender always showing up rarely has an off day rarely rarely i can't say I really he's like a constant eight or 8.59 yeah. like he when he plays well he's already playing well but he looks really really good and when he's playing you know, to an average level, he's still very, very the, probably one of the best defenders on the field yeah, at all times. On a bad day, it's, it's, it still looks good. Put it that way. So I really respect that uh, that number four of yours. I'm having a hard time knowing how to refer to it. That's why I'm stumbling on that part. But anyway, it's cool. Um, my number four is actually going to be, I try to divvy up the positions as well. But it's going to be Tevez. Carlito. Carlos. Yeah, you see, that's a good pick. Guy Tevez, just know he was messy before messy, dog. That's not true. That's not true. But (laughs) he he was, but no, he was really like Argentina's one of their main, main, main goal scorers, strikers. Messi's not a striker, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Attacking forces, put it that way. Yeah. For a long time, straight up bull on the pitch, can't be stopped, cannot be tamed. Um, what else is there to add about this guy? He had a prolific career at Manchester United and also with the Boca Juniors. And that was toward the latter end of his career where it kind of slowed down a little bit. But he was still putting in work. Don't ever get it twisted. And there's a player that I don't think gets enough, you know, praise because he really was a force to be reckoned with whenever he stepped onto the pitch. And why I had said he was messy before Messi is because there's actually, I don't know if it's rumors, I think it's accurate, but I can't confirm myself because I know neither of them personally, but I've understood that he wasn't often selected Tevez for the international team, Argentina's team, because of some debacles and problems that he had with Messi. I think being, he's a very dominant type of guy, alpha, alpha, you know, and I don't think he was going to have Messi being the one to run the show when he knows that he could maybe do the same, if not a better job at any given point. So I think there was some headbutting and because Messi is Messi, he lost that battle which is why you guys probably didn't see or hear of him too, too much, because he definitely would have done a lot of work. And in my personal opinion, had he been in the finals, what year is that? Remind me. 2014. The 2014 World Cup final. I'm not going to say that would have been the deciding factor for them to have won, but they definitely would have gave Germany a much harder time with Tevez on the pitch. So that's my number four. Yeah, I just want to add really quickly some more context to the Tevez, because I feel like he made up one of the best partnerships we've ever seen. Firstly, in, in the Premier League and also just in football in general, the trio that he had alongside uh, Rooney and, and Ronaldo at Manchester United was one of the nice, best. Nice. It was one of the most lethal, one of the most glorified, appreciated. To this day, people still mention it as one of the best we've ever seen in terms of trios up front. And even even when he went to the other side of Manchester, which is obviously a sacred, uh, that's a, you know, it's a sacrificial, what's the word? It's a cardinal sin, basically, for him to leave, you know, one part of Manchester and go to the other, other side. But he did it. I mean, he didn't care. Tevez did what he wanted. They did what he wanted. That's exactly why I rate him too, because he really, not to cut you off, I apologize. But just to say that he does what he wants to do. He's his own boss. You know what I mean? I really respect those type of people. So yeah, but continue. Definitely. And I mean, he exemplified that at Manchester City. Then again, at Juventus, he was also the leader. He's now a coach too, uh, Tevez, if you guys didn't know. I forget where he's coaching. Somewhere in South America, somewhere in Argentina, I believe. Mm. But uh, just told you that he really is that leader, that very alpha, like you mentioned, type of person. I know you, you resonate a lot with those characters, like the Latans of this world sure. as well, you know? So I can see why you had him in your list. On to my number three, I believe. Yeah, my number three, yes. which is Suarezito, El Pistolero, a, a goat from, uh, you know, from Liverpool. Then, in, I mean, then obviously at Barcelona alongside MSN, which is another one of the best trios we've ever seen. And he spearheaded that. I mean, he's scored a a bucket ton of goals at Barca effortlessly 
And I remember for me watching him at Liverpool in his early days when he first came from, I think it was Ajax, if I'm not mistaken, and he was brilliant. I never watched him at Groningen when he first came up in the Dutch league, but I just remember thinking to myself when he was at Liverpool, like, this guy's a menace. Like, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a force to be reckoned with. And a striker that had literally every aspect of his game, not necessarily complete, but at least well-rounded enough, like a Mario character. Like, when you pick Mario in, like, a video game, and it tells you Mario is very well-rounded, he has all, all the average speed, stamina, strength, you know, intelligence, always oh, evened up. The, the one, what's it called? The uh, Mario uh, and Sonic Winter Oli- or Summer or Winter Olympic Games. Okay, one of those okay, two. Okay, 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 yeah, one of those. Okay, okay. And you see, like, you, you click Mario and it shows, even in the Mario Super Strikers, got you, you got said. that. I got you, I got you. I did test you one time. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, w- I wasn't saying that randomly, candidly, but my yeah. point is he's very well-rounded and he was very well-rounded. Obviously, he's getting older now and his career is starting to tail off, but he was, again, just a very, 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 very lethal striker. Could do everything and was, I think, one of the best, if not one of the, uh, the best. Um, strikers of the last 20 years for sure he had to be in this list he probably have him in yours again as well 100% 100% oh, okay bro we finna freestyle a thing bro I got, I got backup this is why I wrote down 20 okay Um, but I want, speaking more to Suarez because yes he actually would have been in my list but we're gonna switch it up Uh, one of the best strikers of all time point blank period I don't think that there's, if you're trying to debate that you shouldn't <laughs> you just you just shouldn't this guy is a, always a problem on the pitch. Can score from anywhere on the field too. Long distance shots in the bo- box. Free kicks shots, back in the day too. Free kicks, headers, penalties, penalties, bicycle kicks, whatever you want. He can, headers. He said it. Yes. Yeah, he can. He Scorpion can kicks too. He scored a screamer back back heel as well. There you go. He. This guy was just born bred goal scorer. And what I also want to speak to is one of my favorite goals that he had scored on Liverpool. Oh, this is a glorious which goal. I think it was Skirtle. Who had sent him that ball? It's from the. You love saying that name. Yeah, Skirtle. I don't know why. He's not British, by the way. I mean, I just, that's how they used to say it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about Mark, FIFA 11, FIFA, yeah. FIFA 12, FIFA 13. Welcome back to EA Sports, FIFA 12, Martin Tyler and yeah. Alan Smith. We're here with Liverpool versus Manchester United. That's how you yeah, sound like. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that that's not how they sounded that's in, exactly in, in at kickoff. No, yeah, I, I but you, yeah. I thought you turned on the PS2. Just like, <laughs> <"No."> <laughs> you know the song when he boosts with the disc? You know, of course, yeah. you know, you're with me. But yeah, I don't know if people have heard that before. But go back to your Martin Skirtle ding, Skirtle, your pinging pasta. The Skirtle bowl to Suarez. But, uh, you know, great passes from half, and Suarez took the ball down off the shoulder blade effortlessly, dribbled around the keeper, and casually passed the, the ball in the net. It looked like a practice session. If you guys don't know that goal, or it's been a while, definitely go on YouTube, search it up. He was against Newcastle, first of all. Against Newcastle. Yeah. And um, and it was like in 2014, I think, 2013, 2014. Just type in Suarez. Goal versus Newcastle. Go, yeah, goal yeah. versus Newcastle. That's, that's, and anyway, that was one of the goals that really, you know, cemented my my support for this player because I realized this guy's built different. That goal, it looked like a video game. And I remember I watched the game live as well, actually. And I just, I was in awe. Still am in awe as I'm thinking back on it. It's it's crazy. So shout out Suarez, man. It's really unfortunate too with all the other antics that happened, you know, within the recent years that had taken away from his game. I won't even speak to it because I respect the man so much. But all that stuff that had happened, people were only knowing him and 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 cognizant of him for those actions, which didn't sum up him or his game. Um, although he did it more than one time, which is a really bad look. But, yeah, because you like to think that after you make yeah, one a mistake yeah. once, you learn from yeah, it. And he yeah. did, I mean, by now, he's not that way anymore in 2022, but yeah. definitely in his younger years, he did it very uh, repeatedly, more yeah, than once. exactly. It, it's, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. But great player, nonetheless. For sure. On to me, right? This is your number three, yes? My number three has to be, given you had said Suarez, Di Maria, from Argentina as as well, as well, as well. But he, you don't, you, you can't like him. As a Brazil fan, he must be the most hated man in your eyes in Brazil. At least recently, yeah, for but sure. You know I don't watch ball like that. I'm but he scored that goal that literally didn't ruin you, but it ruined you for two seconds, uh, for two minutes. On the German squad, I have no love for. Him. No, but the but, Copa America final, which literally happened and was won and lost yeah, by Argentina. That was a joke thing. I'm not saying it's not, but he's, he did the classic heart celebration in front of Brazil fans, in front of you on TV. 
I'm just saying that how are you going to put him in your list and so effortlessly and nonchalantly without recognizing that he literally put a dagger in your your favorite team's... Of course not. By the way, I should have prefaced this that this list is based on players in their prime, like at their best, at their peak of their powers. That's why I have each player like. That's why I have them each ranked at their prime. Where are they like? Where are they ranked? But still, I'm still putting. I'm still putting. Well, it's the first. It's the first time I'm doing this. My apologies. In the future, when we run this back, there's going to be a lot more of like a set um, criteria that that's in place. So back to Di Maria. Di Maria, man. Di Maria is one of the most underrated players. In today's game, and I think of all time. I had him in my list as well, but ladies and gentlemen, in another episode that I did, talking about the most underrated players of the last 20 years, Di Maria had a huge segment. I'm talking at least 5-10 minutes speaking exclusively about what he's capable of doing or what he was capable of. I always say this, but just exactly why he's so underrated and why he should be, should be heralded the way he is by Nari right now. Go on. Definitely tap in with that. But, you know, in short, because you can, you guys should definitely go and listen to that. I'm sure Stephen has done a, a much better job at uh, explaining it than, than I can at this present moment. But essentially, highly underrated player. And one of the biggest things I think that is, to, you know, to his credit is the fact that he is only has one foot. He has only his left foot, but he's able to do so much damage on the pitch. Like, nobody can nobody can stop him. He's dribbling past you. He's getting, you're getting those crosses in regardless. He's such a moments player. Yeah, and very in, opportunistic. Player. Yeah, like, exactly. In big right moments. Place, right time, and he converts. Often. Often. In big games and big finals for his whole career, yeah. he's always been like that. He's been very, very, you know, kind of just pushed to the side and forgotten. Yeah. Playing at Real Madrid, playing at PSG, and now leaving PSG, going to be at Juventus this, this next season. Mm-hmm. And continuously always being kind of like the side guy. Like, that's one of the side men, basically, you could yeah. say. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when he is to play, he's very opportunistic, as you mentioned. Everything you had give him, given a description, as a description of how he is and how he plays is spot on. That's exactly how he is. And I feel like that trait is very, very unique to him. Not many players have that ability to be so, like, sidelined, but still so effective when you are in the spotlight and are playing those big moments, big games that need you to be at the best of, you know, the best of your ability when you're playing. 100%. 100%. And I'm, if I may add, he also outperforms Messi often. On, on I agree with that. Team. Especially, yeah, you mean internationally, of course, yeah. yeah. He outperforms Messi, like, day in, day out. Yes, I said it. I'm probably the biggest Messi hater to you guys. I really could not care less, but it is what it is, man. I mean, this podcast is the home of the most controversial takes, so you say what you want. There's no, there's no room for. You're welcome. No, seriously, it's bienvenue. It's really the place for for um for you to say what you want, you know, without having any fear like, oh, you know, the messy stands and the messy sexual is going to come outside and come for me. I don't give a shit about them. I don't care. Trust me, man. I'm seeing. We're all seeing the same things, but some people, like myself, are choosing to speak in it, and others are choosing to to turn a blind eye. Exactly. That's that's all that it is. For sure. Hold on. When we get back, we'll be doing our top two, as well as the honorable mentions that we had in this list. Which actually, there are quite a lot of honorable mentions that Nari and I have actually. So stay tuned for that uh, towards the end of the episode. There's going to be a lot of players that should have been mentioned and probably could have been in this list, but aren't. But yes, stay tuned. When we return, we'll be doing the top two for both of our list. And now back to the top two for Nari and myself, you know, top 10 South Americans of the last 20 years. Nari, go ahead and give your number two of, the, of your... It's your turn. It's my turn? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to let you do a little Drake thing, you know, back to back, but it's all back good. Back to back. All right. For me now, at my number two, I'm going to have to go with, because my number one is my number one, but I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. I have no choice because this is still wrong, but it's right. Ronaldo Lazario. Wow. You see, I wanna, I wanna, I wanted to put him in my list. I never watched him play, so I could never have him there. Because I, I'd be wrong. I'd be a fraud to say, yeah, I watched Ronaldo Nazario. I don't know who that was. That's respectable, but I think from what you have seen and what you've heard, it's it's enough. It's enough to know that this guy was built, built different, 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 like. This guy could not... I said this about Tevez, but he's like Tevez on steroids. Ronaldo Lazario. Yeah. That's really how I put... I Think about how highly I, I rated Tevez just now. And think about that times 10. That's what Ronaldo Lazario represents. This man was impeccable. Every time he stepped into the field, wreak havoc. There will be times... I'm pretty sure I've seen a clip of him getting subbed on and somebody getting subbed off. <laughs> like somebody, somebody, somebody just retiring on site. 
hanging up the boots. Somebody said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Defender said, no, no. He subbed on. He, <laughs> Ronaldo comes on at, at the 50th minute. This guy comes off at the 52nd minute. This guy says, nah, man, I'm not. He didn't want any problems. I don't want no problems. Yo, he couldn't he handle one, the small pro. He, he got too scared. He's like, nah. Him, and he said, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's not working. Like, he, he felt his ankles loosen up. He looked down and his shoelaces was untied and the boost was untied. He said, nah, man, if that's one run, it's going to be a long, long rest of the game. I said, nah, man, let me get at this thing. Swear, though, I might be making that up. I swear I've seen a video of somebody doing Yo, that. Even, even if you haven't, that's just the impact and the, the level of intimidation he had. Just because that's the stature he, and the status, you know, he, he had when he was on the field. He just did everything, man. Like, I think he's the greatest striker of all time, in, in, in my opinion. I think it's him. And in my generation, it'd be Cristiano Ronaldo. He's obviously not South American, but that's what I would consider in my in the current era. But I think yeah. what we've seen, like, from Cristiano Ronaldo would say, would say the same thing. He looked up to Ronaldo, Ronaldo Nazario as well. But I feel like, like I said, had I been around that time, to be honest, if you guys don't know this, it's my biggest... Uh, frustration, the fact that I wasn't able to watch Ronaldo Nazario when he was playing in his, you know, back in his playing days. That's my, that's only regret of not being, obviously I can't choose when I'm born, but if I could have chosen a time, it would have been able to be during nineties to see Ronaldo Nazario do what, he, what you were mentioning of making a player come off the pitch, yeah. you know, as soon as you see that Ronaldo Nazario is coming on. Nah, so it's, different. it's a different level, man. It's, it's different gravy, man. Like that guy, you just couldn't, you couldn't shake him off the ball. And he had the most technical ability. That was the thing. This is where Tevez lacked. Tevez was very good, but he could only really dribble. He didn't really have very much technical ability per se. Like, yeah, he had a good touch and all that stuff. But Ronaldo was pulling off scissors left, right, all type of moves, flip-flap, all this. He's the greatest one-on-one finisher I've ever seen. Yeah. When it's you and him and the goalie, just go to sleep. Like, just, like keepers got yeah. depressed after playing against Ronaldo sure. Nazar. Like they knew, like it was first the game before starting, like even before the match, they were already worried and nervous about what was going to happen. Yeah. And then following the game, they're like, "Damn! Like I just went through a hurricane of emotions because of what this one guy was was doing guy, in the game." I just honestly, there's no amount of words that can describe or, or really do him justice. So just go watch it, Ronaldo Lazario. If you're not exactly sure how to spell that, because even I have a hard time at times, just go Brazilian Ronaldo. YouTube it, watch a couple highlights, enough said. Okay, so this is, I don't even know how to say this, because I want to make sure that, I mean, this is my number two, but this is weird, man, because I don't, my number two is going to be your number one, I know it is, so I'm going to, I'm going to say him, he's going to say his name now, but I might just throw someone else in there just to make it interesting, no, 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 but cool. actually, cool. I have to, I have to, man, I have to, you're not going to agree with this, because I know we have our own arguments off the, off recording, off the mic, yeah, off fine. the record about this. But at number two, I have Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho Gaúcho, número 11. I need to take another time to deliver it. But, I mean, the only reason why, because, I, I mean, we know who number one is going to be for me, obviously, now that I've said that. But I'm just saying that. I rate Ronaldinho extremely highly. I think he's a very, very, very good player. And I think at his prime and in his peak, he's probably one of the most aesthetically pleasing footballers I've ever seen play the game easily. I think he's one of the most enjoyable, gave any fan who during that time watching him the most um, appreciation for the sport than at any other time. Maybe him, Henri, I'd say Messi as well, Neymar, in my opinion, Hazard for the newer generation as well. Just the sheer quality on the ball and I mean, you can talk about Neymar, uh, Neymar but Ronaldinho, I'll give you the, the reins because that's really your guy. You know, you yeah, uh, idolizing from time, time, so it's my time now. You can really, you know, take the floor with what you want to mention about yeah. Ronaldinho. And I'm actually happy that we didn't tell each other this before because it just goes to show, you know, that we we view the game similarly, whether that's good or bad. But just the, just the fact that quality is quality. In other words, you know, like you know, oh, it's undeniable, real, man. Real Even real if real. I want to have my own agenda and I want to be like, "Yo, Nari, bro, he's terrible," just because you like him or just yeah. to piss you off, yeah. I'm objectively i can't do that i'm a fo- I, i'm a football fan as well i've watched the game as well as much as you've been watching the game and you exactly. put me onto watching the game i'm going to follow that influence you know you, even if i don't want to openly admit it that's the case you know it's true it's inevitable but you know you know to talk about my my dog um man i spoke about this already several times i'll just say it again briefly this he is the player that changed my life you know because wow no, for real. That's a big statement no, on the Stephen Talk Soccer podcast. Only, Number only Episode 66. Episode 66 of the Stephen Talk Soccer podcast, and this is what we're doing. This is how we're feeling today. I'm, I'm going to speak my truth about it. Like 
he was the player that really changed everything for me because, you know, growing up, my, my goal and my dream and my ambition was solely to become a professional footballer. That was the sole thing I was trying to do. Every day, that's what I was thinking. I was telling everybody, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be professional. I'm going to go professional. I mean, and, you know, life has it and everything. I'm you still can, but yeah, go on. No, but I'm not interested anymore. But well, if you wanted to, you could. You could I'll, go go play in Norway, go play in in, in Luxembourg and no, in, in Malta. One game, but I'm not really that interested. You saying Bolt style playing for the Mariners? Yeah, if you know, you know. That's everything. I'd love to do yeah. that. I'd love to do that. But anyway, so this player Ronaldinho, I remember watching him at Barcelona. I mean, that's where he spent a lot of his career. I say it's the Moreira Gocho. Exactly, exactly. There we go. That's for if you know, you know. But anyway, he was just. You know, doing the most on the field. And like Stephen had just said, he was just the most aesthetically pleasing player to watch. Every time he's on the pitch, he's laughing, he's smiling, good energy. He himself and his game was very vibrant. You couldn't miss his game. Effortless. It's, yeah. This is also why it's not just me who's a big fan of this guy and why there's so many diehards. And I follow him on, on Instagram and this guy, he reposts the same, but, you know, divvied up clips daily, but they never get old. They never get old. A lot of times you see highlights, you're like, yeah, I already know what he's going to do. Boring! So true. But his game was so multidimensional and it was it was just so ecstatic that you it's it's just an adrenaline rush, at least for me, whenever I watch it. I, I get I get the G-bumps every time. Shout out to Travis. Straight up! You know what I'm saying? But anyway, he's the one that inspired most of my game. Uh, Steven, he can attest to this, that I, I, I've definitely adopted a lot of his, his moves and, you know, some of the swagger on the ball, even though if he says I don't do it, I do do it. He's a hater. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can ask him. Let him know this. Let him know. I, I got the back heel on lock, no? Nah, I won't even, I won't even uh, disrespect. I'm that, not going to violate. One, that one you have to no, no, no. There's, there's many things I won't even violate. I yeah. won't violate. I think... I still, I would never put you in the same bracket as him, no, but I'd say no, there, no, there's no, definitely no, remnants no. of what he does that you definitely emulate 100%. Yeah, but yeah. I'd never say you are Ronaldinho 2.0, duplicated no. of what he what he does, what, you know, what, what he no, used to do. I and even that. when he's in prison, you know, Paraguay Ronaldinho is still saucing, you know, so <laughs> he's out of prison on this for him, yeah. but still. No, man, he, he just, yeah, just, just a player. That was my childhood hero. Um, and yeah, that, that that's really all it comes down to. Another player, too, that. It just you just couldn't get around him because even if you stopped him, he would laugh about it. And it's like, damn, you can't even, you can't even, you don't even feel that good if you were to stop him. Like, oh man, he's not even upset. Like he's laughing it off, and then he's gonna get the ball back and school you right after that. So yeah, that's my spiel on that. As you guys can see, I'm very passionate about this player. So yeah, for sure. So I mean, going to your number two, and the fact that hold on before you even say your number two, this is a bit of a, it's gonna be massively fraudulent what you're gonna say next because you're not gonna have the player that you should have here have in number two in this list. But go on. Just go, just go. Say what you're going to say. Okay. My number two. Hold it. Hold it, guacamole, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cannoli. (laughs) Clay Thompson style, bro. Type shit. You know who it is, man? I'm I'm debating between two right now because, like I said, guys, we're we're freestyling this at this point. Because you said to do this. I had discussed that we had, I had told you. Better. It's so candid and like on the, on the go. Like we yeah. could have really structured it and said, okay, boom, 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 This is this is how we're gonna do it. Nah, man, that's boring sometimes, most times. But okay, check it out. Say man. less. Number, Who's your number two? Number two. Number two. When we come back on the break. <laughs> Monkey man, bro. What? It has to be Robinho. What? Was, I was bit, I was debating between. Yeah, it's going to be Robinho because watch my number one. Watch this. But it's, it's Robinho. The reason being, the reason being Robinho, he didn't have the greatest career at all. And actually, truth be told, he really shouldn't be this high. This is because of where I'm at with the list right now. But why I still have to have him on my list and why I can still put him at number two is because easily, easily. Say it one more time. Easily one of the most skillful players that has ever graced the pitch. One thousand percent correct. One trillion billion quadruple. I can't even. I, I can't. I can't find any hole, any 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 loop, or any like you know true as they say no in French. True, no, you know, no no true. Yeah. There's no yeah, hole man, in no. that argument. It's all there. It's all there. So and because of how highly I regard skills 
in the game because I like to play um, a pretty game. You know what I mean? I like to. I'm technical too when I play, but I like to do nice little moves, and that's where Ronaldinho came in, and this is where Robinho comes in, where the skill moves are just on another level, and the way he made it so effortless. Man, and he was just schooling people. Steven said the monkey man because he did this move where he kind of dances around like a monkey before he just chops you up. Yeah, what were you going to say? Two things. One, there's no racial connotation that, by the way. He <laughs> Jenny was dancing like a monkey. Yeah, I know. We're not saying that. <laughs> no, for sure. And secondly, I just want to point out really quickly to this point. There's one thing that I think I, we've noticed, you know, after going through this list about South American players, especially the, the really skillful ones like the Ronaldinho's, like the Robinho's, mm-hmm. the Ronaldo Nazario's. We just have to give credit and realize just how much time and effort and practice they put in, into their craft. Because they do this from coming out of the womb up, up until the point that they finish and hang up the boots. You know, like for them, dedication to doing these skill moves and being and perfecting them and getting them to the highest level and the most elite level they can be is something that they work on so consistently, so so religiously that to the point where you're talking about Robino saying he does it with his eyes closed, which he probably could do. He probably was doing that. That's how he's like almost like he was. Like he was had his eyes closed and he was like reading the room with or reading the pitch or where, where defenders were going to come at him and and look to defend him from. And when he saw him, that's what it felt like. Like he had calculated your next move before he's made his own. Before normally defenders are able to kind of if the smart defenders can read your next step. Robino's reading your two steps before he's even done his move yet. You know, one million percent, man. One, one million percent. There's nothing to debate there. And like this is why initially too, I had wanted to do you know in no particular order because I'm sure a lot of people are going to be upset at both of our lists and have things to say so on and so forth and there's no way to qualify who's better than who truthfully like of course there are going to be some statistics and measures but end of the day it's up to your personal opinion so just before people are like what how did we how do we go from um Thiago Silva and Thiago Silva to, to Robinho it's yes but who else is gonna where else are you gonna hear this only at the SDS part we're gonna get into it like that but coming back to it and just to conclude one of the most skillful players of all time Yes, his career wasn't very lengthy. Pele did give him um, his blessing, which was almost, I guess, kind of turned out to be a curse of he was the next him, is what he had said. You guys can check that, too. That's a real thing. Um, that was a mistake. Yeah. He should never have said that. He shouldn't have said it. He was on course, but yeah, he shouldn't He shouldn't have said that. Never gas up a player to that point. Yeah. Don't do that. That's yeah. what, That was a huge, massive mistake. Yeah. He, he, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. But... Just definitely another player, too, if you're not familiar with Robinho, definitely watch some of his highlights. Very entertaining to watch. And although it's unfortunate he doesn't have very many because, once again, his career was very short. But I have met my number two, one of my favorite players of all time. And, um, yeah, that's that's about it for me on, on for my number two. And to on to my number one. And, I mean, this is going to bring so much controversy because we know how much Nari despises the guy whose name I'm going to say in three, two, one. The GOAT. Not my goat, but the goat in quotations. In my opinion, the greatest player to ever grace a football in a dribbling aspect. I don't think there's a better, at least in his pump. When I'm saying this, I mean as the British say, in his pump, in his, in his, in 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 his pump, on his day, early days Barca, kind of middle Barca. You guys don't remember, you guys kind of see where I'm heading. Lionel Messi, Lionel Andres Messi. It has to be at least for the last. Let's say, let's say from 2007, 6 to 2015, 16. Boo. What? Factual. He has to be facts. There's nothing to debate here. He definitely has to be at the number one spot. Messi has to be in, in, in when it comes to football, he has to be in, in the greats, especially within the last 20 years if we're doing that. But he could be this conversation for also for the one of the greats of the history of the sport. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And in, in the history of the sport, he's definitely he's top five easily. He has to be. There's not. There's not. I can't think of a player. He he's the way that you talk about Curry revolutionizing basketball. I think he revolutionized, he revolutionized uh, soccer. Yeah, or footy, football, whatever. I always mix it up. You know, yeah, depending on who's listening. Who? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Bias aside, yeah. And the thing is, I was gonna do this episode and kind of throw in some stats and throw in some numbers and you know all the crunch up all the data and, and the the uh, the interesting facts about each player. But then I said, you know what? Sometimes let's just let let the explaining and the the uh, the glorifying speak for itself. And I think with Messi, that's something where you simply, if you watch him, you understand this. Mm-hmm. And for people who don't even like watching this sport, because I know there's people I know personally that say soccer is so boring, bro. Why do you watch soccer, Steven? It puts me to sleep after ten minutes. Nobody scores. It's always nil nil. 
Well, I'll tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, you can watch a game with Nessie playing where there's no goal scored and you would have been just as, just as entertained as if you're watching a sport where there are consistent, you know, goals or points being scored like you do, like you see in basketball, like you might see in a, in a football or whatever it is. And I feel like because of Messi's sheer natural quality, similar to Ronaldinho, you could watch the game without expecting goals to be scored and still really get that fulfilling feeling of watching the match and saying to yourself, this wasn't a waste of 90 minutes. I just watched one of the most greatest, one of the greatest players, one of the greatest athletes in the sport or arguably in history of of any sport play. So that's why I have him at number one, undeniably, at least in my opinion. I agree with that. I agree with that. You can definitely be entertained watching Messi without there being any goals because his his dribbling and... He does everything so well. And just his technical ability is... is It's ridiculous. Like when he passes the ball... It's, it's like he's one with the ball. It's almost as though when he passes the ball, as he's passing it, he has his hand caressing that ball, you know, to its, to his destiny. It's like a snake. You know, like a snake kind of like it makes up the shape of whatever it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's around. Like yeah. if it's in your hand or something, it kind of like balls just, up like a ball python, for example, yeah, or like just it just, uh, it. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like a, wa- like water, as you'd say, when it goes into like yeah, a stream and a rock and a rock goes around the water and the water yeah. kind of like goes, sorry, not, the water goes around the rock. Sorry, but you guys get the point, Messi, but that's what Messi plays. Be like water on the pitch. No, seriously, yeah. seriously. Especially now, how given how lazy he is, he's still water. He used yeah. to be flowing water like a tsunami and like a like a you know a hurricane tornado, and now he's more like a slow, like you know, quiet ocean breeze. No, no, no. It's <sighs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other things too. I don't want to take away you know his flowers right now because he definitely deserves the flowers. So I'll hold back any of my harsh critiques about him. But yeah, man, Messi at number one, I, I can't be mad at that. And that's a justifiable number one in comparison to what I'm about to say. Although this is another legend. But my number one for today's. I know list, you're going to say. Who is it? Kaka. This is my brother, after all. My number one is Kaka. Yeah, I think it's hard to disagree with. I was going to put him, for me, he was close in my list yeah. again as well. But I knew you were going to say him. So I just said, let me another let me let him be. Who, what, I don't feel like. No, he doesn't get any respect. If, anywhere if near you don't know Robinho, I get, I get it. If you don't know Tevez, I get it. But if you don't know Kaka... You, you don't get it. You, you don't, don't know Ball and you don't get it. You don't get it. You, you really don't understand what's happening here. Highly recommend watching Kaka's highlights. Kaka was one of those players that... You know what Kaka reminds... Kaka reminds me of a player that... You know those guys when you were in school that were just mad athletic... They just could do everything for whatever reason. You're like high jump, play yeah. soccer, like, then go run a marathon, then go swim, you know, fifty laps in a pool. Yeah. You know, then go fly a plane. They under, you know, they like, do it and they don't even second guess it. And then when you ask them, "Yo, have you done this before?" They say, "No, oh, it's my first time." That's the epitome of what Kaka is. Yeah, it was an excellent analogy. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. No, man. Because every time I watch him, I'm like, this doesn't. It doesn't look right. Like he doesn't play like any other player that I've seen. The only player that is similar to that in today's game that I've mentioned before is the is you. None. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, back in the day before. Yo, you were chopping it up. Pop it to Mo, bro. Pop it to Mo. <laughs> oh my gosh! Shut up, shut up, my brother Mo. He's listening. But uh, yeah, listen. He remind me of uh, Vlaovic. Dusan or yeah. you mean now or is it Paketa, Vlaovic, Kai Havertz? Who are you no, talking yeah, about? Vlaovic now, the, the, the guy now, the new guy. For Juventus? Yeah. Yeah, you think they play alike? I told you, somewhat similar. Wow, I mean, I thought Kaka had way more tech than Vlaovic no, does. No, but I'm just saying in the, in the sense that Vlaovic is like extremely just athletic. Like this guy, oh, yes, yes. He's, 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 a, he's a phenomenon. Once Kaka would play, guys, he just would pick up the ball and just run past you. It's as simple as that. It wasn't even like he was... He was obviously calculated in his movement. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to do this. But he would just blow right past you every single time. Every time you watched him, he's just running past people. And it's it just didn't make sense to me. It just seemed like a, a man against boys. You know? That's that's how it, it, it appeared whenever he would play. So Kaka's one of those players. Also can score from anywhere on the pitch. This is also the thing, too, about all of these players. Ambipedal. Ambipedal. I was oh, aside from uh, Robinho, everybody could shoot. Shooters out here, everybody could shoot from from distance. Very true. This is what I feel like is missing in, in today's game. Very very true. Talk about it. Talk yeah, about this it. Is, this is what's missing in today's game. Talk about I, it. I really feel like 
in many respects, yes, the game is getting better, but it's also getting worse because we're not seeing guys that can crack a ball from 45. Lampard! Jannad! You're not hearing that anymore, yeah, bro. David Luiz! You're not hearing them things no more, you know what I'm saying? And Beckham and all this stuff. Like, Schweinsteiger! Yeah, you're not seeing these cracks of... Van Persie! You know, you're not hearing that no yeah, more. Yeah, the time like, when Kaka was playing and, these, and a lot of these players that we're talking about, you guys would be pulling up from 50 yards. Boom! And that, that wasn't... It was like, if it didn't hit goal... It was centimeters away. Yeah, and so you were all, you were always on your toes. The game was was it was more. I don't know if I can say more difficult, but it was just a different game, different time. But point B, man, without waffling any further than I already have, great player can score from everywhere on the field. A man against boys on the pitch. Um, great attitude, great energy as well. Can't really phase him. He never really lashed out. Never got into any trouble on the field. Very disciplined. Um, very intelligent player too. Intelligent player, intelligent and a person. leader. Leader, and a yes. likable guy too. You can just tell that he's yeah. the kind of guy you'd love to play with Kaka. Anybody yeah. would. Yeah. Doesn't matter what generation. I think even now he'd still be very good because of how just how you know suave and just how smart of a person and as a player that he was. Like you said, I think he can blend into any environment, any system, and that's that's a sign of a great player. Where no matter what team, no matter what tactic, no matter what coach is coaching you, you're able to kind of blend seamlessly into the team and still make a very significant impact. And I think Kaka epitomizes that to the to the finest. For me, like I said, it's not hard for me to see why you had him at number one. Although it's a bit more controversial, we expected it to be messy. But the point was making sure we had different players in each position or yeah. each number. So yeah. I completely respect that. Precisely that, man. Precisely that. But um, now onto the you know the just a quick little final honorable mentions of the episode. And it's going to be, I mean, I only have like two or three mentioned honorable, honorable mentions. I don't know if you have any specific Nari that you want to mention really quickly. Uh, you know, I do. You know, I do. You know, I do. Honorable mention to Coutinho. You know, I thought about him. I thought about putting Coutinho in the team. Honorable mention to Coutinho because once again, you know. He can shoot. He had a belter and a half. Oh, Lord, man. Coutinho, even to this day. Shoots like there's no tomorrow. You'll see it in the World Cup again. You'll see it. When Brazil, when Brazil, Isalisao win the World Cup. You heard it here first. Yes. I'm predicting it now. When Brazil win the World Cup, Coutinho will be a vital part with the goal. Lasso, lasso, lasso from anywhere on the pitch, man. Shoot or shoot. Go on, Nari. I pray, I pray, I pray. Everybody pray with me. I pray. Everybody want to pray with me. Anybody want to pray with me. Anybody want to pray with me. Coutinho, has to be an honorable mention. Honorable, whoa. English, honorable mention. Honorable mention. It wasn't even that, but just because of the name I'm about to say. Alexis Sanchez. Alexi Sanchez. This is a madness. This is a madness. He really should have been in this list, but it just wasn't in it today. You know what I mean? Maybe if True. it was yesterday, that was or well said. tomorrow. No, for real. Because I think he's also someone I had. Like That's why he's an honorable mention. Yeah. He was going to be in my list. I had him initially. Yeah, that guy is different. Oh, by the way, we forgot Aguero. <laughs> Are you gonna forget uh, Sergio Aguero? I, 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 I have Aguero, did I? I had Aguero. No, 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 no. You see, I had Aguero and Cavani too. There's Aguero, there's Cavani, there's Falcao. Cavani, I didn't put. I have Falcao put. And if I have Falcao, I may as well put Cavani, but I didn't put Cavani. I like, I like Cavani a lot, but I just don't think, like, he's not gold status. No, he's not. But I rate him. Iguain's also gets, gets a mention too. I know he's not the greatest, but Iguain, yeah, Iguain is, a, is he there. was a very good striker. Iguain is there. But it had, um, Sanchez, I had... Cuadrado. Cuadrado, I had... Uh, I had Marcelo here. Yeah, Marcelo? I yeah. Had Marcelo. I had Pato. Alexandre Pato? Yeah, I had Pato. That's crazy. Just because I, I rated him, as you can see, he didn't make the thing like that. Yeah, he shouldn't have. I'm glad you put guy. him in there. And listen, damn, bro. Relax. I mean, Oscar should have been in there before him. Ramirez. Oh, my gosh. Ramirez should have been in there before him. How like, did I forget Oscar? You couldn't even talk about Mbawaba. You didn't even mention your Oscar. own boy, Mbawaba Oscar. That's wild. I actually... You're about, you I'm didn't mention Hulk hurting. either. You're violating, bro. Hulk, I, I can accept, but... Oscar, you know that was my guy. You used to talk about him all the time. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You always talk about how much you don't like Chelsea, but a lot of the Brazilians have played for my club. Tiago yeah, Silva, David Luiz, Oscar, Ramirez, Willian, Alex. Like, the list goes check. on, bro. Baggio, man, I can't stand Chelsea or their fans. Yeah, you heard it. 
Wow. But anyway, um. By the way, he's a Liverpool fan, so you guys want to slander him in, in the in the comments and stuff, <laughs> and then in the mention yeah, his I'm mentions, especially after that new signing. Oh, Darwin Nunez! You guys could go check that out. By the way, Julian and I did an episode on the oh, the most man. recent transfer transfer windows or the transfer window update. Should I say? So. That guy is a different breed. That's all I'll say. Uh, okay, one season's not good enough, but anyways, go on. I said one season is not enough to, to judge a player and say he's going to be crazy. No, but I, I just I like his demeanor too. And he he's a hard. fantastic player. He works really I hard. spoke about him for ages yeah. throughout the season, but I don't think I mean Liverpool always make me concerned. But that's not the point of the episode. Back to your honorable mentions. I had Quadrado. I mentioned them. I don't have any other any other ones. Everyone I said is who I had. No, I have a girl right here. Yeah, Guerra was one I had in my team. No, I had nobody else to add to this list. That I was thinking, like maybe Diego Godin. I think Godin is another player. I think was also a fantastic, yeah. a fantastic, fantastic defender in his time. You know, um, I almost put Mascherano. I thought yeah, about it. Yeah, I, I can see but why Mascherano is also goaded. I never liked him. Nobody liked him. I never liked him, so I, I couldn't do it. Myself. Well, you put in Mascherano, you have to put in Pablo Zabaleta, and we're not going to do yeah, that. So you know, you know who also actually could have been in the top five because this is another Brazilian amongst many others. Real talk that needs more praise, but this one especially. Emerson Royale. Oh, never mind. You're mad. You're mad. You're mad. You're mad. But Alex. Alex is different. You know Alex? Brazilian Alex? Like the bald Alex? Yeah, I mentioned him. Chelsea Alex. Yes. Yo, stop saying that, man. Well, that's who he played for. And that's why he scored a screamer against Liverpool, actually. Nobody wants to hear that, man. Nobody wants to hear that. Nah, they do, bro. They do. They want to know, man. Let me talk my thing. Diego Forlan. Yeah. Or Diego, sorry. No, Diego. Uh, see, my tempo was, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. And then, uh, I think that's, uh, that about does it. That about does it for me. Yeah, that's that's about it. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the list. You guys can come in and holla at both Nari and I. Both of our, our links and everything, all of our profiles and whatever on social yeah. media is going to be in the description. Yeah. Let us know your top 10 South Americans, and I'll even put a poll on Instagram for you guys to type it in and let me know. Mm-hmm. Or even your top two, top three, whatever it is. But um, as always, thank you guys for listening. Please, like I said, if you took a sip of water today, it is quite hot outside where we are in OTT in Ontario. It is quite burning today. So, you know, if you took a sip of water, which I'm assuming you did, then definitely make sure to download, to subscribe, to follow, do all the lovely things, you know, that, you know, would really massively boost up the popularity, which is getting very popular, but even more popularity for the Stephen Talk Soccer Podcast. Make sure to tell me, yes, me, the host, how you feel about the show and make sure to share with everyone that you know that loves football just as much as we do on the STS pod. Also, make sure to check out Nari. All of his socials will be in the description. At not Nari, K-N-O-T-N-A-R-I. He's out there, bro. Making the best playlist for music playlists I've heard ever. No no exaggeration. And the manifestations, they continue. He's on the road to 200,000 on Instagram. So haul at your boy. Go follow him there. The links will be there. All at not Nari. We're talking about likes because I don't got 200,000 followers. No, but that's, I'm manifesting. That's going to happen soon. Holy cannoli. But listen, let me talk to my people real quick. First of all, STS, man. Shout out to all the STSers, you know what I'm saying? To the squad, to all the gang, you know what I'm saying? Phonem, all that. Gangies, ganglance. All that, all that. I appreciate every last one of you guys for listening, for real, for real. We're going up with this podcast, but also my NFP family. If y'all here... We here, we live and direct. Definitely support Jamaican Jack Harlow on this side. You already know what it is. Inside joke, inside joke, inside joke, inside joke. Yo, end the pod, bro. End the pod. So definitely tap in with Jamaican Jack Harlow and your boy Nari NFP. We out here, we out here. We show love everywhere we go. We all winning. Let's get it. And welcome to the SES squad. Come and pick up a jersey number. I think people are going to like it. Even though it's long, I think they're going to like it because it was just a casual combo. Hey everyone, are you enjoying the content? Please be sure to leave a rating and a review and to check out my other episodes. If you're looking for more Steven Talks Soccer content, you can find me at STS Pod on Instagram, at Steve Talks Footy on Twitter, and at Steven Talks Soccer on TikTok. Become a consistent starter in the STS squad.